and welcome folks to episode 52 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as True Mr. Six, and with me today I have Andy. AKA Boobies, Breasties, oh. Jubblies, Jugglies, Jugglies, Jugglies. Well, that's another listener gone if they're not gone already. Ah, uh, listen. Uh, no, probably not actually, because they very early on identified that we are a pair of man children in a constant state of arrested development who can't resist the urge to call Black Widow Agent Boobs and therefore has moved on. Funny world, isn't it? Sometimes never fails to uh, surprise. Hmm. Absolutely. So thank you for that. <laughs> no problem. Let's start on a high note. Can we, yeah, can we also just take a moment to highlight the fact that, once again, even though you are assumed to be the quiet, unassuming one of the pair of us, that you're the one making the controversial statements. Don't know what you mean. It's always me under fire, but you're the one dropping in the controversial <laughs> stuff. You bugger. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to him chuckling away. <laughs> yeah, hand grenade thrower, Mr. England. Just pull the pin. Drop the grenade and leg it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, folks, welcome. Yeah, episode 52, the the first episode of our third year. Season three. Season three, yeah. Although we don't really do that whole season thing, do we? We just just keep going. Keep going going and going and going. going. Like the Duracell bunny man banging those cymbals. (laughs) Banging on about something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just chunnering something or other. Yeah, but here we are for episode 52. We hope you enjoyed our anniversary special episode two weeks ago. Yeah, it's enough work. I hope you did. Mm, mm, yeah. Uh, what One element of the episode that was particularly popular was Joe Vega's contribution to the Queen ensemble at the end. It was my personal favourite. Yeah, Actually, no, yeah, all of them are my personal favourites, so listen to it enough times editing it together to uh, appreciate all the hard work that everyone put into singing their hearts out hmm. i didn't receive any comment about the manchester cuddly bear did you not no <laughs> you got off line there then. yeah dodged that one and i think the reason for that was because joe vega is in fact mr fahrenheit himself Mr. Fahrenheit. <laughs> yeah, we'll be talking about Joe. Uh, actually, he's he's done us he's done me a big favour recently, and we'll be talking about Joe shortly. Well, he'll he'll lend you some money. Huh? He lend you some money. No. Oh, okay. No. The guy's got about three hundred kids. He's he ain't a person to be lending <laughs> <no> money out. <laughs> he's got a right brood out there with him. Um, I don't know if it's not that's, that's a team. very British analogy, isn't it? Yeah, 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 it is, yeah. Got your football team. I've always joked with Joe and said, you know, if we were to have more kids, then I'd, I'd consider setting up a Hanson, Jackson 5, Osmonds thing. <laughs> you know, because that's about the only way you can put kids to work nowadays, isn't it? No. It's not, it's not like back in the day when you could send them down mine. Off to mill. <laughs> or if you're down south, up the chimney. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Little known fact for the listeners, I spent a number of years as a chimney sweep in my uh, early teens. Yes, I remember you telling me. Weren't you taken under the wing of a rather dusty-looking, but kind of magically endowed chimney sweep? I was. Kite guy, yeah. He was yeah. a very clever man. He did uh, pavement drawings with chalk. Sure, he, sure. He was a one-man band, the, the big drum on his back. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember you showing me that picture on Facebook that time. Yeah? Yeah. In very fact, in- later on, I found out that he was my dad. Okay. Call Blarney Gavner. I'm about to say, well, that goes some way to explain the way you talk, for sure. Have you seen the new one? No, I've not. It's actually pretty good. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's actually my, pretty it's good. It's my dad in it. Uh, he, yeah, he has a cameo. That's, he does, actually. Oh, excellent. Yeah, he does. He has a wee little cameo. He had a varied life. He was also a, uh, a doctor in a massive Di- hospital. Diagnosis murder. And later he, he went on to be a night guard in the Museum of Natural History in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you're following in your father's footsteps with your many and varied... <laughs> Yeah, indeed. 
Yeah. Here's a real little known fact for you. So, oh. the, so the detective's son in Diagnosis Murder was, in fact, his real son. Really? Wasn't the son... Ch- no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Chachi was like the um, other doctor. Yeah. The, is, is the, the son car- was a policeman, wasn't he? Yeah. And that was his real son. Wow. Yeah. Actual little known fact for you. Yeah. No, but I was his real son. <laughs> Wait. People have more than one child. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Yeah. yeah, tell me about it. That doesn't right. fit my whole story at all <laughs> welcome to the ministry of dick van dyke i'm chris <laughs> <laughs> the ministry of dick van dyke that's dick of me oh dear well we're nearly seven minutes in and i don't think we've talked about anything of any import or substance at all so should we swing this back round to some gaming chat oh dear let's do it let's do it so andy what have you been up to in the last two weeks since we recorded oh on holiday yes you did actually yeah did you do any gaming on holiday uh, we played lots of Uno. Oh, okay. The, that classic strategic. You'll be run out of the gaming community on a rail saying that. They could try. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Uno, sure. Hol- I'll put on my little wrestling play. pants and uh, and take on all covers. Oh, <laughs> that grenade in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> any, any more for any more? <laughs> there, um, I watched some good games whilst I was on holiday with you on the uh, dice fight, which was fun. Yeah, not well, not really good games. Well, they were all right. The team was too slow. I kept running out of time. Your one with TJ was really good. Yeah, that was uh, that was an exceptional, exceptional game. Available now on the Ministry of Dice YouTube channel. Do check that out. Nice, nice. Slip yeah, that yeah. in there. Uh, so, yeah, just not much more at all, really, gaming-wise. Just been having fun with the family album. Yeah, we need to get you a few kind of little box games to take away with you and stuff, don't we? Something yeah, that, a bit that, more. That would involve having someone to play them with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know. I don't, so there you go. So, yeah, not a lot done at all, uh, but I'm sure you will be able to fill the listeners' ear holes with regaling your tales of gaming over the last couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, okay, well, I'll start non-Dice Masters, shall I? Yes. Yes, Yes. so uh, the hashtag competitive wife and I did the next month on in Pandemic Legacy in our, in our campaign. We're a little bit behind, we, we missed a month. I think, or maybe even two months. So we're a little bit behind. But we, we beat the game on the first attempt. It, it, in the couple of months that we've played, that's, uh, you know, there's like a, a log on the back page where you have to like make notes around how many victory points you got and stuff for, that you can use in the, in the next play. And we're now two for two. Game beat us twice. We beat the game twice. Although, obviously, we've beaten the game twice. So, actually, we've beaten the game four times, If but I'm not counting the two times where it was the second playthrough. Okay. So that makes sense. That Am I right? Javier has, was, has been playing it as well, and he said that if you beat the game, mm. the next games get harder. If you lose the game, the next games get easier. Um, uh, well, yes and no. I suppose it depends. So it depends very much on the events of the game and, and how you come out the other end of it. So I think one of the reasons we found this game a little easier for this month this time round was because because uh, when you can spend your victory points on bonuses for your characters at the end that you can then take into the next month um, and we've just been very selective about what we drop on our characters and so those enhancements have been helping but you can also end up with things with scars which are then detriments right so it, it all very much depends how things have panned out for you you know, however, it is you, I can feel the difficulty ramping up. Um, also, the look of the draw. You know, you, you've got your there's a deck, and the outbreak events are there's five of them in the deck. And when you you know when you draw one, that's when things start going a bit hectic, and it just builds up and builds up. So it depends how lucky your drawing is and stuff as well. You know, cool. Yeah. So that was that, and uh, a little bit of dice thrown as well. I still haven't looked into that. I was listening back to the episode and went, oh yeah, I did say that. I meant to, but I haven't. Well, in fact, the, uh, the that red card, that parcel that was being discussed between me and the hashtag competitive wife that you were you were <laughs> privy to uh, is actually another two-player expansion. 
Oh, so it must be going well then. You must like well, it. Well, yeah, the hashtag competitive wife is still a little undecided. She doesn't. I don't think she gets quite gets an element of it that comes very naturally to me, being a you know a dice masters guy and a you know I've been playing that type of competitive um, you know one on one competitive type games for a long time. However, what she did say is, well, I'd like to try it out with another character or two. Hmm. So I thought, all right, well, I'll you know I'll get another one of the two player expansions. Found one on eBay, going second hand for cheap. So let's let's see. We might end up stopping at four characters, or we might crack on. Cool. Yeah. So that's the non Dice Masters stuff. Uh, in the world of Dice Masters, loads going on. So down at the FLGS, down at Element Games, we're carrying on with our Exclusion League. So we're into. We've just finished week three or four. Four, it? Must be four, yeah. Uh, the exclusion lead. So the ban list is growing and growing and growing. Uh, it was discussed last night. Uh, somebody said we, we're just going to keep going until one of us is left with no choice but to co- put Common Kate Bishop on a team. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what are, you, what are you messing at, mate? I'll be putting Kate, Common Kate Bishop on. I'm sitting on a diamond of a team using that bad lass, you know. So, yeah, I, we haven't. Perhaps maybe when we get a bit more word about what's going on with UK Nats, that'll shift us back into a, a standard kind of modern mm. thing. But for now, we're just cracking on. So that went all right, although my teams haven't done very well last two weeks. I'm still trying to be... I, I've started trying to be experimental a bit too soon. And I, I think I need a few more of the, the kind of meta power cards to be knocked onto that ban list before I start playing with my janky stuff. Is it modern? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's down at the FLGS, and then I've been getting involved with the Thursday night dice fight that James over at Dice Masters with James and Zach, or James and Zach play Dice Masters, whatever your preference may be. Because um, we never get it right. Yeah, it's Dice been... Masters with James and Zach, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. They, they, so James has been organising that on a Thursday night, kind of replicating the weekly dice arena model, but. The, the whole kind of motivation here is that the weekly dice arena for us over in the UK and mainland Europe is at 3 or 4am <laughs> respectively <laughs> and so we were looking for a more kind of Euro friendly time zone um, so James has organised something I've had a little go on that those were the games that's what you were talking about with my game with TJ I went okay like I say slow team didn't really get up and running quick enough so while it's a fun idea I think it needs some work Oh, and that's it, I think. Have I done anything else? I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk a little bit more about the dice fight in the community focus in a minute. Cool. So I'll wrap it up there. Yeah, so there you go. Loads going on. Yeah. What have we got on the episode this week, Chris? What have we got on the episode this week? Well, so this is the... Well, we've got community focus next because there's just a few bits going on that we want to talk about and announce events, draw people's attention to, etc., etc. But then the main thrust of the episode is going to be focusing on the Canadian National Championship that took place about three or four weeks back. Yeah. So we've got our man on the ground, Ben Scott. He captured us some audio live at the event on the day. So we'll be getting that into your ear holes. Loads uh, of good audio, actually, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, he's got some great stuff for us there, yeah. Uh, and then we will be we'll have a little bit of a chat about the top eight teams, the meta, you know, the usual kind of routine when there's an event of this nature going on uh, and what we think that might be indicating what that might mean. Uh, by the time we've done those kind of three bits, that, that should bring us to the end. Cool beans. Cool beans indeed. So uh, without further ado, should we crack on with the community focus? Let's do it. Let's do it. Cool. This is London calling. Here is the news. Yes, welcome back, folks. And here we are, community focus time. There's a few bits and bobs going on in and around the community that we thought we'd take a minute to bring your attention to. So where where, where should we begin, do you think? Oh, I've been on holiday, so I'm a little bit... Uh, a bit out of the loop. Out of the loop. So uh, fill me in with all the goss, Chris. All right, well, let's... Um, <laughs> That's how really scripted. Let's say it, it wasn't. Uh, let's start with the CR game room stuff. So the two-team takedown tournament is underway right now, boys and girls. And while it's too late to sign up and get involved, something uh, what there has been a lot of is content generated as a result of that. So make sure you head on over to the YouTubes and check out CR game room. So hunt those out because there's some cracking games going on there, some really interesting teams to go and take a look at uh, and just generally get involved, especially one who's getting live streamed speaking of cr game room though nice segue by me we've got 
the next MOD PDM to announce. Really? We have, yeah, but there's a bit of a twist on this one. Ooh, what's the twist? It's going to be the MOD PDM. Oh. Uh, oh? Oh, yeah. Ministry of Dice oh. presents Dice Masters online. Oh. Ooh, yeah. So, very long story short, it's my birthday on August the 14th. However, on my birthday and the following weekend, the wife and kids are going away on a camping holiday without me. Oh. Yeah, it's it's an annual leave thing. I haven't got enough days left in my allowance and you know, they're they're on summer holidays, so why would I stop them? Plus I'm not really into camping. <laughs> <laughs> not not a camping guy. Ooh, shut that door. Um so <laughs> so yeah, just, just uh, so uh, yeah, they're, they're away, and I was kind of at a, a loose, loose end for that weekend, and I was I was looking to try and get a face-to-face event on the go here in Manchester, but then the back and forth to and fro about will there be a nationals, won't there be a nationals around in and on and around that time meant that I left it too late and I couldn't get it pinned down, blah 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 blah. So I was having a bit of a whinge about it on one of the Discord channels and Joe over at CR Game Room Mr uh, Fahrenheit There he is, yeah. <laughs> uh got into a bit of conversation. Joe said, Well let's do this thing. Let's put something on. Let's do a one day event following the phone apps and the one big weekend model. Uh and we'll do a Ministry of Dice Presents in collaboration with CR Game Room, the true Mr. Six birthday bash. That's very exciting. Yeah, very exciting. So it's gonna be taking place on Saturday the seventeenth of August. The start times will vary, obviously, depending on where you are around the world. But uh, in terms of UK time, it's going to be six in the evening. Cool. Which, which I think then's so then around the world, various people are kind of starting up. I think the earliest is the Pacific Coast in the US at around 10 in the morning. It's going to be a themed event, a classic MOD PDM theme event, which will be a golden single affiliation theme. Uh, so each card in your main team has to be either sharing the affiliation symbol on the characters or thematically connected to the affiliation. And you know, the examples we give with that are stuff like uh, Blackbird on X-Men team, the Watchtower on Justice League teams, etc., etc. Thor's hammer with Thor. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. So those, uh, there are a couple of other rules though. Um, so the villain affiliation is split down intellectual properties. So you can only have all DC villains, all Marvel villains, or all Ninja Turtle villains. Your basic actions must be from the same IP. Oh, have you got a visitor? Oh. <laughs> Quiet, please. <laughs> Hello. Oh dear, I do apologise. So it's not as bad as Penny getting that bollock the other day when we were online with Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll sack the nanny. Yeah, please do. Where was I up to? Um, oh, basic actions from the same IP as, you, as the affiliation is. Uh, standard whisked bands in effect, so no Uantes, super rare Uantes, no cosmic cubes, no half elf bards, no sword of revealing lights, no relentlesses. Uh, and then because it's my birthday bash, we're banning Shriek and Imprisoned as well because they're the worst cards in the game, and it's my birthday, and I'll cry if I want to. Fair play. Yeah, uh, I've also made a note on the um, on the on the blog that says uh, use of Beholder is not banned, but will be hugely frowned upon. Yeah, I don't think it'd be that strong. No, it's not really all that. Yeah, not all that optimised. Is it a monster, though? Monsters are pretty tough. Yeah, they're all quite high-cost-ish, aren't they? Yeah, that's a fair point. Although someone will probably come out of the woodwork now with a butt-kicking beholder team. Well, sure, yeah. But one thing, uh, one note I do want to make is that um, we're keen to increase, even though it is a competitive event, it is also a bit of a kind of a a fun thing. There's a lot of new players out on the online scene right now um, or people who are tentatively getting involved. And so uh, while it is a competitive event, we want to kind of encourage people to put some thought into what kind of play experience they they may end up giving their opponent and perhaps factor that into any team building decisions. Gloria. Yeah, some people may may not care or um, <laughs> place more importance on the win than the gaming experience for both involved. And if that's the case, that's the case. But we'd like to encourage people to consider new or inexperienced players 
who may be getting involved in the online scene right now. I might uh, dust off my Agents of Shield team. Oh yeah, nice. nice. I like that. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a few because we play single affiliation quite often down at Element Games, so I've got a few. I'll, I'll pick one on the day. So all day event. Um, there's a sign up sheet that can be found on the BritRoller6.com blog post, um, or equally you can find it on the CR Game Room website as well. Uh, so team submissions and sign up by midday on the 16th of August, please, folks. And then Joe has kindly offered, along with the guys over at CR Game Room, have offered to organise and TO so that. You and I can play. Lovely of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, the the one other thing, actually, while I'm thinking about it, you need to be on the Discord channel as well because that's going to be the main form of communication. Um, So make sure you get yourself signed up to Discord. There's a link to get getting signed up in the blog post also. And then head on over to the Dice Masters Discord channel where you'll find there's one of the chats in there is the MOD PDM in collaboration with CRDR. True Mr. Six Birthday Bash. <laughs> <laughs> or the MOD PDM. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there you go. There's that. Uh, and then also, while I'm talking about online events, don't forget, folks, that in addition now to the weekly dice arena that takes place on a Tuesday night, we now have the Thursday night dice fight. <laughs> Organised by friend of the podcast, the Blorinator, James Blore from... Dice Masters. Zach and James Dice Masters. Do Dice Masters. Yeah, yeah. YouTube channel. Uh, and that, that follows a very similar process. You can find information about that on the Dice Coalition if you go into the community section and the Dice Masters with James and Zach blog area. You'll see details there each week of what the theme is and how to get signed up. So please get involved with that too, especially if you're over in Europe. It'd be lovely to get some bigger numbers together. Yeah. And then finally, we have the DM North have done their thing prowling the internet for obscure solicits announcements in relation to uh, Dice Masters product. Uh, And there's a few more pics of the team packs and the box art for the WWE set. And quite a few people are playing that that good old-fashioned fun game of guess the character by the dice so if, if that's your thing i've had a go in the past with the dc sets i like to play the guess the character from the dice game um then head on over to dm north and take a look and uh, see what laurier's best guesses are and pop a note in the comments tell him he's wrong even if he <laughs> i'm betting that one of them sting yeah sure stone cold steve austin will be one as well uh, for sure Message in a phantom. Yeah. <laughs> Loved him. Or is this still alive, isn't he? Who, Sting? Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, I didn't uh, realise he got into wrestling, though. That's an eye-opener. Uh, well, he's been an actor, he's been in wrestling, he's um, he's a multi-talented kind of guy. I see that. Yeah. I think he's done some like modern R&B collaborations recently. Really? Yeah. But I could be wrong. A uh, little known fact for the listeners, actually. Oh, another. Here's one for you. Yeah, another one. This We're full of them. Um, it's a very short one, though. Sting's real name is Gordon Sumner. Really? Yeah. I suppose that's why he changed it to Sting. Uh, yeah, probably. Just a little known fact for you, then. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm full of this stuff. Cool. So, cool. yeah, those, those team packs look, look fun. Yeah, I mean, you know... we. We made no secret of the fact that we, neither you nor I, are, are WWE fans particularly. So it's it's hard for us to comment or get too excited about the the dice and the characters. Really, um, I need I need some game texts to to get excited about. You know, I'm just not a fan. It's, not, <laughs> it's just as simple as that. Just not a fan. But you know, as I mentioned before, I've done it with DC and Marvel sets because I'm a comic book fan. So uh, I know that going and taking a look at the dice and trying to discern who some of the unannounced characters may be can be a fun thing to do particularly if you are a wwe fan so go and check that out but yeah at this stage it's a bit it's a bit of a non-starter for me until i see more game text really cool bitch oh excuse me oh dear post-holiday yawny blues yeah (laughs) that's It'd be exciting getting those WWE cards. It'll save me having to trawl the internet for pictures of men in their pants. 
And there he goes again. Uh, and on that note, folks, that concludes this week's Community Focus. Yes, welcome back, folks. And so now we're moving into the section of the episode that talks about the Canadian National Championship. Oh, so... Canada. Oh, Canada. <laughs> How very thoughtful of you. Yes, I do. I do like it when the Colonials put a thing on. You know, it's nice. It's nice. Um, so it took place in Quebec at Multizone Comics and Games on the 12th of July. Does that sound about right? Sounds about right. Sounds about right. It was a Saturday. It was a Saturday. The games were streamed live. I watched a chunk of them as they took place live. And in fact, uh, one one thing uh, that I did want to say is big shout out to Shahin from Powered AV. That's the name of his Twitch channel because it was it was some top notch streaming stuff. The way he set up the cameras so that you could see both players at the same time, and he was doing his commentary over the top. It was it was really great, uh, and it was nice to sort of chat to people in the in the chat room on the Twitch stream as well as the date was going on. So that was good. At this point, uh, when we talk about a national championship we usually congratulate the national champion thank you very much yeah so well done to you <laughs> so i suppose uh, i've got no choice but to say congratulations to laurier <laughs> yeah well done the beholder spam boy well, now we call him the Iceman. uh the atom spam boy all, all the information that you could possibly want about the Canadian National Championship is on the DM North page. In fact, our man Jordo, Jordo, he set up a a kind of a, a big long blog post and was just kind of adding to it bits as things uh, um, as more things happened. So we got the team list together as Shahin moved his Twitch stream videos over to YouTube. He's embedded them, so you got you got a, a pretty good resource there, front and centre, to get a sense of. Uh, some of the stuff that was going on on the day and therefore we're going to try not to sort of stray into the same territory and just repeat stuff uh, but what we have got is on the day our man ben scott our man on the ground friend of the podcast the perennial guest Who? Uh, you know ben i know ben yeah multi multinational multinational champion super champion i think you called him in the... all-round great guy yeah that's it ben it's grumpy about everything that lad right salty Dude. Um, <laughs> is he or is he just like droopy <laughs> you, know, you know he's quite excited it just comes across who knows but uh what he did do for us very kindly was capture some audio on the day of the event gathered us some interviews up with the competitors so i think without further ado and wasting no more time with me and you just chunder on let's jump into what those folks have got to say <laughs> Hey, it's Ben Scott reporting live from Canada Nationals 2019. Um, just setting up, got about 15 minutes before the event kicks off. There's about 15 people here, I think maybe 16. Exciting, and I'm a bit nervous because I haven't really decided on a team. Okay, it's just finished round two. I'm outside with Jocelyn. Hello. How's it going, Jocelyn? It's going all right. I had a bye first round, so that's a win. Automatic win, yeah. I'll take nice. it. And in my second game, I lost to Iceman. I lost in my second game as well, won my first game. Um, Ice, you're playing Atom as well, right? I am playing Atom, yeah. And uh, Iceman was faster than Atom? Uh, it can be, especially when you shriek, shriek instead of shrieking Iceman. Yeah, it's kind of funky, that shriek, like game right because you're better off turning off the wind condition rather than the thing yeah and it's your wind condition. with magic missile on all the Iceman teams it's so easy to ping out the shriek if it's in my way yeah, yeah. so and i know that but uh you know the first round by i was like oh yeah i'm floating pie here i'm good to go and then i forgot do you have a cheap bolt in your team because one of the things i found against Iceman is i have a two cost bolt so i can make a lot of bolts as well i don't have a two cost bolt i just have a three cost bolt yeah it's a bit more expensive it is but you know i do have clay face so that can help too yeah yeah I'm a little worried about the collector teams. Yeah, so I just played a collector team, uh, the same exact build as Arge's US team, and uh, it's pretty, so pretty good. I got him down to one life. That's good. Uh, and then he got collector, wrecker, and shriek out, and uh, just. There's two identical teams. Get through it. Two identical collector US Nats, US team. Nats yeah. Arge teams. I expected someone to rip it off. I actually, have, I've, I have a plan for it. I just didn't go for that plan. For whatever reason. Yeah, I have backup plans as well, but I also did that. And then when yeah, my Adam yeah. got knocked out and it didn't re-roll back, then I was kind of pooched. 
Oh, okay. But we got two more rounds to go. Being a little bit negative here, but you know, no, one we on got one. two more rounds to go. Two one more rounds one. to go. Yeah, Just yeah. Two more wins for each. Okay, place. let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Bye. Okay, so we're just on break after the cut to top eight. Uh, I have with me Kim, who also made the top eight. Hello. How are you doing so far? Good. Good. Top eight. Yeah, I know. Um, good. Good goal of mine. Um, I'm playing a team up team, so nobody else is playing team up team, and going against Gobbies and Adams. <laughs> yeah, your last game. So your last game, you played the collective team that beat me, right? Uh, yeah, the Gobby team, and that was a good neck and neck. Uh, again, it's it comes down to rolling. You got I didn't, very angry at your team. Yeah, up. I didn't uh, roll team up there when I needed to, and then he came in for pretty much. Even though you have Asarak as well. Yep, did Asarak it because he had Scarlet. Yeah. And ended up uh, not getting it to try to clear his field out. Yeah, and the kind of problem is if you have a big field, that Gobby that's, that's a problem, which I should have paid attention to and not feel too much psychics. Yeah. Um, I did play a Gobby team the third round and was able to beat that one. Misplays on the other end, but. What's been your favorite card so far? What's been your best card? What's done? On my team or overall? Yeah, on your team. You know what's funny? I always thought Ant Man would have done it. I haven't bought Ant Man. And people have been streaking my auntie. So I've actually had to go Scarlet Witch and Black Widow, so I would have to say actually back. You're not running Shriek as well, so and I'm not Chris running Shriek. Yeah. yeah, I'm not running Shriek. Um, I would have to say Scarlet's been my hero so far. She's saving some of those action dice. Cool. There's like two or three teams without Shriek actually. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a. Well, I don't like streak. <laughs> well, thanks, Kim. No problem. Thank you. So I'm here with Rob and Nick. Um, Rob made top eight. Nick, you came ninth. Second year in a row, huh? Yep. What are you guys playing? Uh, Dragon Control Team. I've got Iceman with Magic Missile. So what's happened with your Dragon Control Team? Just bad luck when the dice rolls. <clears throat> if they, they came up better, I would have been able to control my opponents to my speed to be able to get my gold dragons to come out and have some fun. What dragons have you been using? Just gold dragons? Yeah, just the rare gold dragon. Ring Winter? Yep. Cool, nice. I like that team. Yeah. Rob? Rolls are... Uh... They're so-so. They're 50-50. Getting some good ones, getting some bad ones, as evidenced by yeah, our most against, recent game. I played against Robbie in the fourth round, right? The last Correct. round. Correct, yes. And uh, he rolled Shriek and Mimic to basically win the game if you got one of them, I think, and you missed both of them. Yeah, I missed both. I think one of them won one of you. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so I'm with Rob. We just finished our semi-final game. Um, Rob, how did it go? It went uh, quite well for, for myself. Uh, better than expected. Yeah, you didn't roll uh, anything but bolts and sidekicks on an Iceman team. Yeah, pretty I, good. I trained those sidekicks well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well. Rob is going to go into the final, which is exciting. Yep. Uh, Atom did not have it, unfortunately. Um, Iceman, yeah. Well, I think you're a pretty... You probably deserve to go through because you beat the record team. Yes. Because you have Collector, which is a really good choice. Why did you choose to put in Collector in your team? I was trying to cover all the bases. So I figured if someone's going to show up with a, a you know, an Arge O'Neill team, then I would have a, a record to contend with it. Yeah, clever. So, so I just brought it along and it worked for me. Yeah, and then you also didn't bring Clayface, right? Which I did not. slowed no. my team down, but sped your team up. I relied on my because opponents. Because you got my Clayface. Like and you had Techno, which is useful to you and not to me, right? Correct. Yeah, clever. Good. Okay, cool. Anything right. else you want to say? Uh, heck of a game, Ben. Thanks well, I'll put it into you after the final as well. So well done. Thank you. Okay, I'm here with surprise attendant and first international champion, uh, JT. How's it going, JT? Great, how are you doing? Fine, fine. Uh, we, uh, we are the miserable losers. We almost we almost did the final. We didn't quite make it. Not miserable, just inopportune. Well, you did pretty well with that team. Uh, yeah, brought a little Wacky bit. Wacky team, yeah. What, what little, is the team? A little bit of cheese, a little bit of goofball. So um, the win condition really is... Um, uh, Danger Room, um, Black Canary, and Cree Captain. So you can make everything villains. Cree Captain gets huge, and Black Canary says when she attacks, no villains can block. But you just made everything villains. Yep. So really nobody can block. Um, then there's uh, uh, 
some tech uh, for what I expected to see. Um, the rare spider from uh, Thor, uh, who is basically a vicious struggle on legs. Um, so that's a five cost. The um, uh, three cost parasite human uh, atomic furnace, the one that copies abilities, so he steals abilities for a turn. Um, I thought that might be useful. And then the real cheese of the uh, of the team is the um, Poison Ivy Global uh, from the new Justice set. Um, once per turn, on your turn, pay two masks and you remove a card from uh, remove a die from a card from the game. It just can't be the last die on the card. And the uncommon Madam Web, who uh, says when she attacks, move target opposing character die to her card until end of turn. And so in advance, we knew how that was going to be ruled here, uh, that it doesn't have to be a, a die matching the card. Sense to me, yeah. yeah. And that's, uh, honestly, that's that's what put me in the top four from the top eight. It's sneaky, yeah, yeah. I didn't expect it. When you did, we, th- we thought it was the Red Madam Web. The one that forces the, everybody well, to yeah, block. Yeah, with the Kree. Yeah. Like ultimate, but yeah, super sneaky. Yeah, kind of cheesy, let's be honest. But, um, I mean, it makes use of the Kree Captain Global, right? Um, so making, like... Well, I, I get there using the Kree Captain Global, but it really makes use of that Poison Ivy Global. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and... And so that was a, a lot of fun. Then the, the basic actions. Um, oh, I didn't. There's a card I missed. Jubilee, Awaken, deal with damage, basically spray ping. Um, and so I brought Mutation Global. And uh, the other basic action is uh, Raise Shields, which gives. Well, it's plus one, plus one to two target dice, but on burst or double burst, it gives Overcrush. And uh, it's got Bolt. Uh, boost to attack. Yeah, how much did you use those two? Um, I, so I use mutation a lot. I actually bought the die a lot. I'm I'm a poly player. I love polymorph. Yeah. Mutation is that. Um, and then I use the global on ray shields um, to get lethal in at least one. I think maybe two games. Um, yeah. Okay. So I never bought. Uh, raised shields, uh, but I planned on it. And it's a good way. It's a good alternate, right? If you can't yeah. get the black canary. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Have you? Would you change anything? Oh boy. Um, the seemed the obvious thing to put is to put a collector on with the parasite and the black yeah, canary. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely collector is a, a good option there. I I really wanted to try hard to avoid shriek. Uh, you know, I, my, my boy Truman's <laughs> six. I uh, gotta make him proud. Um, and uh, so I really wanted to try hard to do that. And you know, there's. There's some other ways to do removal, I guess. Um, you know, the toughest thing I ran into today was not Adam, was not Iceman. The toughest thing I ran into today was the Rare Storm. Um, yeah. And uh, and that's just such ridiculous. Removal. If it works, it really works. Yeah. I, it doesn't matter. I mean, I even... I, I rolled a sidekick back into the field four times on one turn. Um, <laughs> the same sidekick, and it, and it really didn't matter because uh, Laurier just had uh, masks for days. Uh, so um, I don't know, some sort of protection against that. I I, I don't know. I, it's a hot wash. I'm just not really ready to say what I'd do different, but um, definitely had a lot of fun playing. Uh, yeah, you could have maybe got around like a Polaris or something that you can only yeah, use one global rather than. Yeah. Um, you only use a ton of globals. No, I don't. I I really don't use a ton of globals. The only time I used a ton of globals was when I needed to get rid of an opposing streak with a danger room global. Yeah. So. Cool. Thanks, JT. Hey, thanks. Appreciate it. Okay, so we just finished uh, can act here. I'm here with Thief of the Atom Team. <laughs> hey, I read. I would. And I winner. Nick practice. Yeah, yeah. I stole off Nick, so I don't care. Laurier, uh, congratulations.
thank you. What did you run that's funky with the Tatum team? Well, I actually went with a couple of meta calls when it comes to removal. I went for the storm, the rare storm that rerolls the dice when uh, when she awakens, and I went for mimic and green devil mask. So lots of removal on this team. Mimic and Green Devil Mask I saw as useful in the matchup against Collector, which I saw as this team's primary uh, weakness. So I went for these three forms of removal. Otherwise, I mean, I would go for the same kinds of things that uh, Nick went in his build, namely uh, Psylocke for the energized synergy of fielding a sidekick alongside Billy Club to turn that sidekick into energy. Yeah. So that that helps the team be a little bit more aggressive. The thing that, yeah, actually, I think that's actually key. The things that I didn't have on the you kind of have are Billy Club and the res, which I think just help with the consistency and help with the speed, right? Yeah. I kind of bet that everyone else would have bring prep, and then I faced one prep global all day. Oh, no. So, yeah, that, did you find the res helpful then? Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, the second I made the tweak so that it would be aggressive, mm -hmm. I knew that I had to prioritize that uh, kind of aggressive play so of going for the turn three with for big damage if I could. Yep. So that's why I put res in there. In fact, instead of putting a uh, static field global or something, because I saw myself as the aggro, I mm -hmm. thought that there would be very few cases where I would not be the aggressor. So, and uh, removal is primarily to pivot and take care of the opponent. How do you feel about the Psylocke over the Danny Moonstar? I personally like Psylocke better. It, again, in that aggro kind of setting where you're going for more masks. So mm -hmm. you feel the psychic instantly, turning into a mask right away. That kind of speed makes and also it thins the bag a bit which yeah. helps which helps uh, keep things flowing well so the Psylocke really helped me today yeah I think you're the only Green Devil Mask because Green Devil Mask would have hurt you then if you were running Energize right honestly I if I had Psylocke is a mate yeah, her energize is amazing. So if I would have gone up against Green Devil Mask, I could very well have chosen to just keep the mask energy and not feel the sidekick. So I, I did think about that too. And uh, I mean, the fact that it says May was a key to her sticking around in this because yeah. our local meta loves Green Devil Mask. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I like it. I like the res. I think that I should have bought a Prep Global. I think. Well, I don't know how you played, but you obviously played very well. <laughs> well, well, you can check uh, the top eight. Yeah, matches. I'm gonna watch the matches to see how you did. I really liked. Uh, yeah, what were the highlights of you for you? What were the highlight other teams you played against? Oh, um, I played against. Well, in the final, I played against Rob's Iceman team, which was very well built with some interesting pivots like collector. Uh, in top four, I was up against JT's weird monstrosity of a team. I don't even know how to call it. He's, JT's he's standing funny, right yeah. there, smirking, kind of uh, appreciating what he did. So in top four, the fact that he made top four is incredible. And he, his, and so I had his team was probably the highlight of my day. Just as such a such a crazy puzzle to have to figure out that team. Fascinating. Hats off to him for sure. And in top eight, I was up against Jocelyn's Adam team. It was an Adam versus Adam yeah. matchup. So. That storm really helps in that. Oh, yes. Yeah, and yeah. I kind of made the call that I would see more collectors than atoms, which was a mistake, because that I would have played the rest on myself. Yeah. But yeah, I think that was a good piece. Good call. Oh, thank you. Thank you. But yeah, I mean, and I look at the other teams, like Kim brought team up, which was really good. Yeah. It were, it were it not for some bad luck with Green Devil Mask, she probably could have done better against me. But that's why I brought Green Devil Mask. First, what, that's one of the reasons that why Green Devil Mask is the weakness of team up teams is that if you get a bad roll, it sets you back by so much. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you very much, Laurie. Congratulations again. And thank you. And cool. Pleasure to have you here, eh? Come yeah. back next year, too. And uh, I'm sorry I couldn't beat him, Chris. Chris was very angry about the Beholder. Oh. Okay, so it's probably the last interview of the day, but I saved the best for last. All right, our commentator, Shah. How's it going? Good. Good. How was commentary? How did you find the team today? Uh, I actually thought it was a pretty good mix. Given that it also was the last time we were going to see uh, the Atom, yeah. we actually had fewer of it than I would have expected. We had how many did we have? Four out of 15. So Rock just team. under a third. So imagine when the energy field Rata becomes official. It'll be a really, really interesting spread, right? Well, I expect the Atom just won't exist, and we'll be down to I Collector. I think it's good, but yeah, Collector, Iceman. Yeah, exactly. What uh, impressed you the most? What team did you were like, oh, I would play that? I mean, the one JT played, but that's because I also was playing it locally and had a lot of fun with it. JT seems to 
fun. Yeah, and I mean, it's a team that he built because he stopped by bowling. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, I mean, that's just because I like weird teams. Uh, yeah, so that was the uncommon Madam Web and the Poison Ivy. When I first played it, I was like, it's the rare Madam Web. But it's yeah. not the rare Madam Web. It's the one that steals and then you get rid of the dice. Yeah. That's cool. Um, what was the... Uh, well, I don't have any other questions. Well, thank you very much, I guess. That's fast. All right, sure. Anything else you want to say? I mean, I just honestly, it was a really good day. I'm glad we had as many as we did. Yeah, thanks for running it. Thanks for streaming. I'm looking forward to watching the matches I didn't play in. That's true, yeah. Yeah, you'll get... Yeah, I stayed off stream just so I could watch them later. That's true. Yeah, it's actually fair. Yeah, you yeah. get to see a lot of people playing. And I mean, like I said before, it should be up on Twitch still, and I'll move it over to YouTube afterwards for anyone to watch. Cool. Thanks as always for running everything. Uh, you do a really good job. Thank you so much. Yes, right then. So, I, as I mentioned before, I watched the games taking place on the day. I think you're a little bit behind the curve on this, Andy? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I think I must have been asleep. It's quite possible. Or you were practicing your run. In oh, fact, yeah. I think you were. I think you messaged me saying you were practicing your run. Anyway, uh, th- this is the point in, in the episode where uh, what we like to do is just kind of have a look at some of the card choices and certainly the top eight teams to kind of get a sense of what it might mean for the meta, what, what, it, what it could be telling us. Uh, we did this for US Nats with Ben but it's just me and thee today. But the, the Canadian Nationals is a particularly... It, it reminds me of... Do you remember UK Nats a couple of years back where we were still golden, but we'd banned the Bard? So there was just like this weird, unique moment where it was a slightly different method to anything else. Was that in May 2017? It may well have been. It was a sunny day that day. Uh-huh. I woke up early, ready to go. Little would I know at the end of the day, I'd be a national champion. Right. Costa Coffee, that's all I remember. <laughs> Do you know, you'd have people thinking I didn't win it the way you go on. <laughs> um, I really don't I really don't think so. I think you reference it frequently enough that no matter how much I try and downplay it. <laughs> <laughs> people will be very well aware of that fact <laughs> but that was the year that Bard was banned wasn't it you'll, you'll know better than me then you, you've got probably got more uh, stronger memory of, of kind of the team building and stuff because did you yeah. give it to your Ultraman uh, yeah I mean it was I mean it was the, the Bard was really prevalent and we didn't have well, we had about a couple of months so it was announced so we didn't have too long so there was quite a few different versions of teams out there back then so you had uh Beholder was still quite strong, but there was a piece. What was the Beholder? Didn't oh, it was end of days kind of shut it down. Yeah. So did you put end of days on your team? Some Pillock ran a Colossus team that was easy to beat. Um, you had Ring. Ring became very strong because that yeah, was that's right. that was the second tier to uh, to Bard. It was very close behind. So there was yeah, it was quite a few bits out there. And looking through this list is is, is very similar. You've got obvious well, favorites but yeah a few but, different things so yeah i mean the reason i bring that up is because that unique meta moment that we had over here is, has kind of happened at the canadian nationals this year because even though the energy field global had been errated it was decided that for this event it would still the errata wouldn't be in effect until after this event had, had finished. So we all knew what the intent of the global was. We all knew how it should be working, but it was it was permitted to proceed in the kind of old way of playing on the grounds that it, they'd been notified of the event quite short notice, and people have been practicing and building teams around it, and it would be a bit of a, a tough ask for those who kind of committed to that that win condition but it means that meta wise that top eight list um and the fact that three out of the eight are atom energy field teams it might not be giving us an accurate measure of the meta right now just the same way as the uk nationals teams until bard was out the picture was giving us a a feel for the meta Mm. that makes sense that's why i bring it up because, as I say, three out of the uh, th- three out of the top eight were Atom Energy Field, and the team that Laurier ah! took to the win was an Atom Energy Field, which relied very heavily on the old version of the game text. Yeah, so, there we go. We do- <laughs> End of segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, what we did with Central European Nats, we picked a team each, didn't we? Uh, what that that stood out to us? Well, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can do that. 
Um, there's a couple of other things that sort of stand out, though. I've got a bit of time to fill. Go on, you go through the bits that stood out. Uh, well, uh, JT's team stood out to me. I watched JT play Laurier <coughs> on the live stream, and a couple of kind of meta things leapt out of JT's team uh, that I was particularly keen on. So the, the kind of core of his build was a Black Canary danger room. You turn everyone into villains, so all the characters are unblockable. But the thing that particularly stood out to me was, uh, first was SPDR, the rare SPDR, the Arachnid CPU, mm. which is the one that deals direct damage back. So if, if you receive direct damage, you do the same amount to your opponent, which I thought was quite an interesting meta call right now with certainly in a meta where the Atom and Iceman and Nobby were all very popular. Yeah, it's clever. Uh, but then JT also abused something else which has since been ruled on, which was the Poison Ivy Global. It says, Mask, Mask, once on your turn you may remove a die on any card from the game. You may not remove the last die on that card. Yes. Oh, I don't know. This. What's, how, how has that been ruled? So there's a whole thing, right? Um... So he was using... Uh, so when Madame Web attacks, move target opposing character die to to her character card until the end of the turn. So what JT was doing was attacking with Madame Web, taking the opposing character die from the field and placing it on the Madame Web card, and then smashing the Poison Ivy Global and taking that dice out of the game. Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah, because it's on his, the Madame Web card. Yeah. Uh, now, the ruling that subsequently happened is that she can only remove dice from the original card. God, he's clever, isn't he, to put those two together? Yeah, I think I think it was kind of one of those sort of wombo-combo things that had been talked about some number of months ago when Justice first came out. But I think JT's the first to kind of build a team around it and give it a, a bit of a go. So, yeah, I'd probably say JT's was the one that stood out to me with some interesting meta flavour and doing something a little bit different. Uh, SPDR, I really like. Um, I tried to make him work myself in, a, in an older meta, but he wasn't he wasn't quite right for what I was trying to do. But I think now JT has absolutely clocked onto the fact that it's much more appropriate in the current meta. Yeah, it's a five cost, isn't it? But we're supposed with Clayface and Cree Captain, Cree Captain banging yeah. around, you've got more chance to grab it. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely, you have. So, uh, yeah, five costs aren't that difficult to strive for if you if you structure your team around it. Uh, and then just that really wombo combo, janky poison ivy, Madam web thing. Uh, obviously, you know me, mate. Combos of that nature are clearly yeah. stand out <laughs> to me. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was the one that stood out to me. Nice. I'm just having a look through, and uh, it looks like you didn't get very far. But I'd like to put props out to a chap called Francis. Oh, yeah. Because he brought Fix It. Did he really? He brought Fix It. He, he brought a, a gun to a knife fight <laughs> or a knife to a gun fight. But fair play to him. The team's... Um, come on, Link. There we go. So it's, it's Fix It. Ring a winter, Cree Captain, so you can grab him. Oh, he just commented. Mate, I'm talking. Do you mind like listening? <laughs> I'm listening. You're talking about oh. knives to gunfights and gunfights to knife fights and fix you, it. You might, you, and, then, and then you wait to the link. listen to me talking if you can't even listen to me talking. Then you then you wait then you were talking about the link taking ages to load. I'm skilled like that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um so yeah, so he's, he's got fix it and he's got the the, the tools to get it quick. He's got Shriek Sonic Beam, hashtag OBS. Uh, he's got uh, Hulk, which again is a big, big cost card, but then you've got Cree Captain and, and Ring Winner there anyway, so I suppose fair play, you could get that quite quick mm. as well. Green Devil Mask to keep the field opposite low. Yeah, Green Devil Mask was around a little bit actually, um, more so uh, than I think at the US Nats. I'll have to have a look back at the videos, I'll admit I've not watched any yet, and see how he, he got on. The thing that I see is that's missing there is the I suppose the Hulk's the removal but it's a bit clunky isn't it he's got you've got to do damage to him he's got magic missile but the what's the action the Hellfire Club yeah yeah which you, you make fix it super cheeseburger big and then smash through with it sure and sure plus, you know, fair play for the uh, balls out brassiness to, uh, to <laughs> sling a fix it into the direct debit 
Direct debit. Direct debit. Okay. <laughs> direct debit mix. Um, still in work mode. Uh, direct damage mix. Um, I like the team. Looks cool. Very good. Uh, yeah. Fair play to the dude. Fair play to the dude. Yeah. He obviously isn't, didn't get to the top eight. Some boom booms there. You'll like that. Collector yeah. Nobby. Yeah, yeah. Both of which appeal to me greatly. I, I, I like both of those actually as a as a setup. Although the, the Collector Nobby stuff te- seems to be much more modelled on Arge's US Nationals team. Um, so the Collector Nobby stuff that was there on the day was much more built around his design. Fair play. Well, it's done well, isn't it? You're going to expect people to... Uh, well, I think Ben mentions it in some of the audio. You're going to expect some people to uh, pick up on a team that won US Nationals and and run with that. Yeah, well, it's a you know it's a strong piece as Arge as Arge showed at US Nats. It, it's got the it's got the pivot. It's got the main win condition in your collector knobby combo. It's got the pivot into the black canary uh, to take advantage of the fact that danger room is on your team, and also you've got a fair few villains of your own to be attacking with. And it's got the wrecker on there, which is a you know at, at a point where. The Atom's been used very heavily with Energy Field and Iceman's been used very heavily with Magic Missile. Is is a cracking piece. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's um, While it's a bit net-decky, it's certainly... There's a reason why it's popular. Yeah. Although one thing that uh, I will kind of ask you or throw out to listeners to consider, is the Atom as meta-strong now that the Static Field Global has been errated? Ooh. Well, we got it completely wrong with Uanti when they banned the cube, so... With a pinch of salt, I would say yeah, because at least at least you've got to try and buy two. Mm. You could two out, you can just like bump one up and down and do the other one. Yeah, just do the the old yeah. switcheroo. Yeah, I do wonder as well actually if uh, so. One uh, there was a dice that Laurier was using, uh, a miraculous dice, the storm that makes your opponent re-roll when it awakens. In fact, on the stream, I commented saying, "What what is going that that." There's some sort of enchantment being cast on that dice because every time it targeted an opponent's character, they ended up rolling it energy. But that aside, uh, there's a storm that also preps when it awakens as well, isn't there? Preps a dice when it awakens. Yes. So if buying two atoms is a bit of a stretch at four apiece, I think the one that preps is only a two cost. So you, you could get a, a handy little awaken dice in the field to double up so that you can do that back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Thing. I suppose saying that, you don't really need to be Awaken either. Awaken would help, but as long as you've got a cheap two-cost out there. Yeah, sure. I suppose it's just maximising the fact that you're planning on spinning it up, spinning it down. And the fact that you'll need two masks because you'll need to do it one way and then a second mask to do it the other way. But certainly, I think it's been stuttered. Yeah, and I do wonder if it'll encounter the same problem that I found with Pyro Awaken. You know that it's you have to now focus too much into making it spin up and down that it may not take off. So it'll be interesting to see whether whether it's still got life in it now that now that the global's been nerfed. Yeah, I'd be interested to know what the listeners' thoughts are on that. So let us know in the comments. Yeah, very good. Okay, well there you go. There's the there's the Canadian Nationals bit of natter, highlighting a few cards and stuff that stood out to us. Hopefully, as you said before, we'll get a date for a UK Nationals so that we can do another special of this nature soon. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm not, not holding out. I think it'd be, we'll, we'll have an extravaganza when it does. Yeah, we most certainly will. Um, you know, we were set a challenge there by Jimmy on last week's episode as well. That's it, 30 people, isn't it? Yeah. So let's see what we can do, folks. Uh, the minute we know anything about UK Nats, or any other Nats, to be fair, we'll, uh, we'll get the word out. Yeah, very good. Okay, well, sure uh, well done to the folks over in Canada. Um, well done. Uh, and we'll, we'll wrap that up there, I think. Cool. Right. Okay, folks, well, all things must come to an end, and... Here we are at the end of yet another Ministry of Dice episode. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. You didn't you didn't interfere that time. <laughs> I think I put you off enough by not interfering at all anyway. I know, yeah. I just no, I was leaving weird gaps thinking you were gonna jump in or <laughs> get in the way.
We'll be back in two weeks for episode 53. Do we know what we're doing in episode 53 right now? <laughs> Do we know what we're doing in episode 52? Um... <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no we're going to have a think. It's all starting to quiet down, isn't it? We've, I suppose you've got Graceland and Worlds coming up, but... Uh, yeah, we'll have a thing. lack of stuff around the rest of the world, so we're going to have to make up some, you know, like we usually do to keep yeah. you all entertained whilst there's not too much news. Yeah, we'll come up with something, I'm sure. Um, so uh, come back for that. It sounds like it's going to be a barnstorm. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a bleep out, though. and again. And again. Um, so, yeah, please do get in touch. We love correspondence. So head on over to the BritRoller6.com blog and hit the contact us or send us a message through uh, the Ministry of Dice Facebook page or tweet me at the BritRollerMr6. We love hearing from you guys. If there's a segment you'd like to hear us do, if there's a card you want us to discuss, if there's a pick of the week you want to put on the table, anything of that nature, then let us know. Or if you've got stuff you want to suggest for the live stream. Speaking of that, live streams are on Wednesday night. Me and Andy usually have a game after we record this stuff. And we, we've been putting it out live on the YouTube. So go check out our YouTube channel. While you're there, like, subscribe, click the bell and all that good stuff as well. Hashtag catch the cookers. Yeah, hashtag catch the cookers is at 64. So I think we've had a couple since our last episode. Yeah, things have slowed down a bit though, haven't they? But yeah, I mean, 64. 64! When I get older, losing my hair, (laughs) many years from now. When I'm 64. We, we are like way down the list. Let's have a look at all the others. Oh, uh, no, don't, it'll just depress us. Let's have a look. Subscriptions. Second James do Dice Masters. Hundreds. Hundreds. Three, 360. It's mm-hmm. one for every degree. There. Dear Marmada, Cats the Cookers. View his channel. 1,144. What's, what's he? What's he got that we don't have? Message on a postcard. Uh, you know, I think just camera image quality for a start. We beat the DM North. They're on forty nine, like them, or like Jordo at least. Yeah, yeah. Go over and give them a like and subscribe as well while you're at it. See our game room, one hundred and fifty two. Mm. We don't diversify, do we? What do you mean? Well, like James has got, he did. They did some instructional videos and stuff that that were that that give a bit of variety to to what they what they offer. The MR Marder isn't just about Dice Masters. He's done Keyforge and Hearthstone content. Same with CR Game Room. They do some Magic the Gathering stuff. So if, I think if we're going to catch the cookers, we're going to have to massively diversify the output. That's just like cooking recipes yeah we could do a bit of that if you want yeah I'm not much of a cook though are you much of a cook I'm not bad I used to be a chef well chef I say chef I say more of a cook mm. there's a little known fact for you a little known fact god it's been a little known fact heavy this week I'm a, I'm a dad special kind of guy you know baking tray oven on at 200 <laughs> <laughs> 25 minutes jobs are good in. yeah <laughs> that's where I'm at that's where my skills lie although I do make a pretty good chilli okay well in any case head on over to the YouTube channel get your mum to sign up get your dad to sign up get your granny to sign up get your granddad to sign up sisters, brothers children set up a new account sign up so we can catch the cookers if we get a hundred we'll do a prize we'll do like a draw we'll get the hundred subscribers pick one at random We'll, we'll send them a prize to be decided well, it doesn't Upon. have to necessarily be a prize that we send. We could come up with something creative and fun. Get my kids to do a drawing, post maybe, it to you. Maybe you can get the glue gun out again, mate. This, this, <laughs> I, I don't think we need to do that again. Although you never know how desperate we get for content. We might have to redo that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, 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 the look on Dante's face as he received my falling apart Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, ended up in the bin we shouldn't laugh <laughs> yeah alright then folks uh, thanks very much for listening I've been Chris aka True Mr 6 uh, and I've been Andy I'm an Englishman in New York 
<laughs> we'll see you in two weeks' time. <laughs> Sting was like from the police. Uh, yeah, we've already had Sting spoiled, isn't he? The one who's got the uh, that keyword, the one that puts him in the field. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. Well, anyway. I like Sting. <laughs> Message in a bottle. That was what, walking the on the moon. Do, 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 do. Hmm. I'm an alien. I'm a legal alien. And he was in Lockstock. He's my son, but I'm not going to lose my bar over him, all right? Yeah, and Quadrophenia. He was in Quadrophenia. Oh, with a moped. Mm. Yeah, damn Brighton way. So now that would make a better set than WWE. <laughs> Quadrophenia set? Yeah. All of them in Parkers and shit. I'd love that. Obscure, well, it's not really obscure, but you know, 40 year old film (laughs) based wholly on a film made 40 years ago that probably no one even knows anymore. Phil Daniels, all right, son. It's Brian today. (laughs) Yes, that's a parcel for me. Came in the post today. Oh, was that hashtag competitive wife? Yeah. No girl guides. No school holidays, isn't it? They take the summer off. Oh, dear. And she's nosing at me post. <laughs> What's in there? It's a parcel. What's in it? I don't want to tell you. It's the red card. It's the red card to go pick it up. Uh, she knows what it is. That's the. This is just a, a perfect example of I'm the one who gets criticised for not listening, but she's the one who actually it doesn't know what that is. Even though she was present for the conversation where I said, oof, pick this up. Don't bring me into this. I'm not bringing you into it.